everyone, and welcome to Hayes' Higher Learning. My name is Ashley Hayes, and in this week's episode, we are going to discuss emotional intelligence and emotional awareness. This work goes with our emotional safety work, and we will spend the episode getting into the nuance of emotion and really gaining an understanding of what we feel. Oxford defines emotional intelligence as the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions, and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. Ultimately, when we know and understand what we feel, we are more able to deal with things fairly and put ourselves in other people's shoes. I have had a very interesting relationship with emotions most of my life. So growing up, I was allowed to feel joy and I was allowed to cry and feel sorrow, but I wasn't allowed to express anger or frustration. Um, I grew up in a house where you bet not stomp up my stairs, you bet not slam no doors, I bet not catch you rolling your eyes. And so if I did express those emotions, I was often punished. And a big part of my healing journey has been giving myself permission to feel my full range emotions, including feeling jealousy and rage and really getting into grief. And so this week alone, I've dealt with frustration, fear, disappointment, but I've also experienced joy, awe, and surprise. And so I want to talk a little bit about key emotions, and our references for this episode will include the emotion wheel from positivepsychology.com, and I'll actually post that on my Instagram, and the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. I'm actually going to start with Tolle's work um, because it's really been a game changer in my mental and emotional health. So Tolle describes the emotions we feel as causing our hearts to open and close. When we feel emotions such as joy and amazement, we tend to open our hearts wide. But when emotions such as anger and fear show up, we close our hearts and in many instances try to ignore the emotions such as sadness and grief. And what happens is when you close, you keep everything out including the good stuff. And so Tole argues that we are best suited to stay open, to feel what we feel, when we feel it, and to let it go when we're done. He actually talks about the idea of hoarding emotion. Some people find an emotion, identify with it, and refuse to let anything else in. There are people who identify with grief and seem to always be mourning. Um, there are some people who identify with betrayal and constantly see themselves as a victim and are creating a reality that reflects that. Some people hoard joy and ecstasy and seem to always be doing some thrill-seeking thing. They're jumping out of planes or climbing mountains. And so to overcome emotional blocks, we can activate um, the concept of flow by feeling everything and feeling it intently. And he also talks about um, edges such as like depression and anxiety and feeling exhilaration and adrenaline. Um, he says that sometimes we touch the edges, but the mark of good mental health is to know how to get back to center. And Tole, um, he also uses the metaphor of emotional trauma as a thorn. So when something unpleasant happens, it's like getting a thorn stuck in your arm. Some people walk around and pretend it's not there. Some people will build a cover around it so no one can touch it. Some people identify with the pain and let everybody touch it and let it get infected. Some people numb it with other substances. Either way, the most beneficial thing to do would be to get the thorn out. And in order to do that, we have to give ourselves permission we have to give ourselves, in order to do that, we have to give ourselves permission to feel what we feel. 
Part of emotional intelligence is understanding the physical ways your emotions manifest. When I'm angry, my chest starts to feel hot. When I feel fear or apprehension, my arms start to tingle. If you pay enough attention to yourself, you can feel yourself shut down when somebody says something you don't like. You can also feel your heart open up when someone says they love you. So it's very interesting. Um, And my homie Dara actually tweeted that her kids' tummy hurts every time they're supposed to leave the house. And she realized that it was her kid's way of expressing that she has anxiety. And so I thought back, and my brother used to always say that he was sick when when it was time for us to go downtown with my dad to run errands. And so now I realize that maybe he was feeling fear or anxiousness about being downtown. So let's talk a little bit about the types of emotions. So on the emotion wheel, there are cool emotions, and those are color coded green and yellow. So these emotions include ecstasy, joy, surprise, amazement, even fear is considered a cool emotion. And grief and sadness are coded blue. Um, That's why people usually say, I feel blue. Um, That's really being into the sadness. And when we have warm emotions, such as anger and rage, which are red, anticipation and interest, which are orange, and disgust, sadness, and boredom, which are purple. I thought it was really interesting that Boredom is an emotion. It makes life make a lot more sense to me. (laughs) And grief is probably my favorite emotion to study, mostly because I have the most experience with it and also because it can be confused for so many other emotions. Grief specifically is sadness associated with loss or perceived loss. And that's um, as Brene Brown defines it. And I think grief has a purpose, but ultimately grief wants to do the work it has to do so that you can move to acceptance. And if you do anything risky, you are bound to lose something and experience grief. And so feel grief as long as you need to, then make room for gratitude and other emotions. And some people won't admit to grief, and so they express anger, rage, jealousy, indifference, rather than to admit to really feeling the weight of grief. Jealousy also isn't on this version of the wheel, but it sits in between anger, disgust, and sadness. And so my jealousy actually went unchecked for a while, mostly because I wasn't aware that I was feeling jealousy. And so one night um, last year, after I found out about my ex's affair, I felt this nagging sense of like life being unfair and woe is me. And so I checked in with myself and something said to Google jealousy. And jealousy is rooted in lack. When you experience it, you think that someone has something that belongs to you or that you think should belong to you. When you believe in the abundance of the universe and you trust the intentions of the universe, jealousy does not stay. That doesn't mean it doesn't come. That doesn't mean you don't feel it, but you feel it, understand what it is, and you let it go. And you know that anyone who wants to leave you is free to do so. And we move to acceptance, which is near joy and love. Anger is the emotion I have the least experience expressing. Oddly enough, I got the courage to express anger when I started writing poetry. Bell Hooks writes that there can be no love without justice and that children often don't experience justice because they are seen as not having any rights. I also 
believe that there needs to be more justice for marginalized folks in society. So poetry has been justice for me um, as it has been the space where I can safely and freely get pissed off and express my very valid anger. It's also been a place where I could express fear and grief. And so my next book, Smoke, is red as hell. It's anger, it's rage, it's loathing. But expressing those things on the page means that they don't interfere with my ability to feel empathy for people. And so that's why I think art and art education is so important because it gives us, um, the word is catharsis, to process our emotions through art. And ultimately, I think that when we can do that, we are much more able to function because now we've got it out of our bodies. So Remember, anger gets us to safety. If you feel anger, it's a sign that boundaries have been crossed and you need to do some work to reestablish them. And so lately I've been experiencing cool emotions like joy, admiration, surprise, and awe. And I'm giving myself permission to really feel joy and even lean into fear, which is also cool. And by feeling the fear and moving past it, I have opened myself up to love and acceptance. And I believe love and acceptance are our collective collective center, and we have simply departed and we need to return to what is rightfully ours. You have the right to be at peace. You have the right to have serenity. And so there are so many people who don't know that they are feeling, um, don't know what they're feeling or are afraid to feel certain emotions. And a lot of times those people blame others. And Brene Brown writes that blame is an attempt to shift uncomfortable emotions. And so at Hayes' Higher Learning, I want us to be willing to to be uncomfortable if it means love is on the other side. So really quickly, I also want to touch on to my recently adopted philosophy about emotions. I think um, my homie Pam actually said this to me first. Your emotions are your responsibility. I started sleeping better and preserving so much more energy when I stopped taking responsibility for how other people felt. So many people don't do things or say things because somebody might get mad or somebody might feel a way. How that person feels is not your responsibility. It is your responsibility to remain true to yourself and to move in love, which means being honest and also being respectful. Also, don't depend on anyone else to make you happy or to ease your anger. All of that is an inside job and you cannot please everyone. So in the next episode, we'll get into the science of rejection and understanding why it sucks so much when people do express emotions such as anger or disdain towards us. Most of the time, anger and jealousy hold the place where grief really wants to work. And if you need support with understanding emotions, please contact me through DM on Instagram, Facebook, through Hayes' Higher Learning. Um, I can refer you to a coach or any other services, or if I can get you some books to support you in this work, please let me know. If you dig what I'm doing, um, let me know through your support. By supporting Hayes' Higher Learning, you make it so that I can keep dedicating time to this work and practice social justice by giving people the tools and resources they need. You can learn more about support options at www.ashleyhayes.com slash Hayes' Higher Learning. There are two songs of the week this week. The first one is the ultimate anger anthem, Nuck If You Buck by Crime Mob, and the other is Hello by Adele. Thank you so much for tuning into Hayes' Higher Learning, where together we are learning better, doing better, and being better. Have a great week.